You're listening to Strength and Bonds, an Async Twilight Imperium podcast. Episode 8, No Player is an Island. I'm your host, BLT. All right, those last two episodes have been really fun. We got guests on the show. I think that was just a lot more interesting for me to do, probably more interesting to listen to. But this week, I have not had time to figure out having a guest. So we'll do another solo episode. We'll keep it quick. And I'll keep looking for people to get on the show. No, it's not that anyone said no, I just didn't really have time this week. I think I'm probably not the only one who's experiencing something like that. This server seems kind of dead. Um, although maybe it's just because, you know, I haven't started any games in a long time. I've been trying to tone it back. And so all the fast ones finished. The ones I'm in are relatively slow. Uh, and then lately over the last, I don't know, few days at least, uh, they've been going even slower than normal. So, you know, it does seem kind of dead. I've been seeing other people say that something similar has been happening to them. But on the other hand, it looks like new games are starting all the time keeps you know seeing like four or five every few hours starting up again so people maybe a lot of people are slow and so the people that are feeling like they've got some time want to start up new ones with those other people who have time and get things going speaking of slow games i'm in a game that has been going for almost a year it started on december 23rd of last year that's pbd 266 it was intended to be well, it is. It's a it's a game played on the Magi's Madness map, so it's got seven players, and it's to 20 points. The way we did it is, I actually forget exactly how it started, if it was like three stage ones at first or, or something, but anyway, at some point we've just been going back and forth, so we essentially have the same number of stage one and stage twos out at any given time, or, you know, stage one. It could be one more of those before the stage two flips or whatever, but we are in um, round... I actually tell you what round we're in. We are in round nine, or maybe about to start round 10. I think we're in the agenda phase. I can't remember how that shows up on the map. And I am a hawked, and I am tied with Hadouken at 19 points. Um, I have speaker advantage. There are plenty of stage ones left. I'm expecting to get attacked pretty hard here. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes. But this game may actually end probably still not this year because it's been very slow. But I'm excited to actually see this one wrap up. My intention with this game, my whole thing is like, this is going to be a really long game. It's going to be too long. If we're going to need to eliminate some people. I'm going to need to take over extra slices. And so the first thing I thought I would do, sorry, Portmandia, is uh, I thought I would eat Ysarl and then use that economy to, to win. Um, I failed at that. It turns out... Not researching any blue tech or unit upgrades means I'm too slow to do what I wanted to do. I didn't actually have a very good economy. Couldn't just steamroll. And so at some point, that just kind of stopped working. Then I went and kind of punched Necro for a little bit. Uh, and then they punched me back. And, you know, I, so 
I actually don't know that I'm even in a particularly good position, but I've managed to score all the available stage twos. And so here we are. We're about to finish that up. Like I said, I'm actually really excited to see that one end up. The other thing that's been big for me over the last week has been that I played a real life game of Twilight Imperium with my own copy uh, with six players, right? Um, so five of them had never played before. Uh, but, you know, other than just like playing with my kid or something, this is the first time I actually used my copy in real life of Twilight Imperium. So that was pretty cool. And I will say, it's a good time. They all did their homework. Uh, they all came basically knowing how to play. They definitely figured things out more as time went on. And uh, I was extra, who I struggle with a lot, and I definitely should have lost, but they let it go to round uh, seven, I think or maybe six, I forget, and and people were getting tired, and my neighbor stole shard, and so I went and took it and, and ended up winning, but um, but it was just, yeah, that was a good time. Async is still gonna be more way, way more realistic for me most of the time, um, and I don't know how much I enjoy playing in real life with just people who know how to play TI, but this was with people that I know, people that are friends, and uh, that was pretty cool. So that is my intro spiel, so let, with that, Let's move on to the best thing I saw this week. So the best thing I saw this week was Chasset, of course. Um, this was reported by Peepup, so thank you for that. But Chasset used a watcher to cancel a sabotage. So that happens a lot. Um, but in this case, the sabotage wasn't on a card that Chasset played as Empyrean. Chasset actually used the watcher to cancel a sabotage that somebody else played just so that he could then use his own sabotage on the same card that someone else played so that Asaro could not mage on that sabotage from him later. That, that's awesome. Way to think ahead and keep those goblins in their place. With that, let's go into the weird game mode of the week. This is solo mode. So the premise of solo mode is that you are literally playing a game of Twilight Imperium by yourself. So that's not multi-handing. That's not playing two, three, four, five different factions by yourself and kind of doing it, which I've, I've tried that. Um, that can be kind of fun. No, this is literally solo mode. Uh, you are you are the only faction. You have one multi slice, so that's three blue backed tiles, two red backed tiles, your home system. That's it. Megatol Rex, sorry. That's also part of it. So that's, that's the whole game board for you. Uh, you are just trying to score 14 victory points before you hit Imperium Rex, which is uh, when you would need to draw a sixth stage two objective um and that's it so big al cappuccino was actually the first one to do this on the async server he was trying to prove that no player is an island you know if you've ever listened to big al cappuccino either on his streams or even just on the chats he is big about people over plastic he is very much about uh the human experience and his whole thing is that no player is an island you know you, you require uh other players so that you can trade you can work together to score your objectives. And his point was that the game's a lot harder without rivals, um, including working with them to, towards your goals. So he played this solo mode, and I believe in his original attempt, he did not succeed. He only managed to get to 13 victory points um, before the number of rounds run out. Only one strategy card, by the way. This isn't a, you know, normally if there's like three players, you all get two or something. No, one strategy card per, per round. So... Uh, but this came up again because Hadouken has been doing this actually a few times. If you want to check that out on the website, it's PBD 1491. 
A, B, C, and D, and maybe more by now. So uh, when he did it, he did a little tiny multi slice for just three slices, picked his favorite one, and then uh, either randomly picked uh, a faction, or I can't remember how he's picking factions, but then he just went. And again, the intention is, can you make sure that you are trying to score objectives? Now, the other thing that Big Al Cappuccino pointed out is that it also seems to be proving that the seventh player gets the last laugh. Now, the seventh player uh, often is referred to in Twilight Imperium world as kind of just, you know, luck, uh, you know, the way the dice roll, random number generator type stuff. And so this, his point is that the seventh player determines a lot. You know, you could get objectives that could make this solo mode extremely easy, depending on your faction. Uh, you could also get objectives that are impossible. Like if all the objectives are, you know, have four planets of a type kind of things or six planets outside your home system and you just do not have those uh, in this solo mode, there's literally nothing you could do about that. So that was something else that Big Al pointed out. If you are interested in doing a solo mode game, uh, just ping me or ping Hadouken or Big Al Cappuccino. Someone can, can help you out. As far as doing it on the, the actual server, it's just, you know, you just set up channels the same way. It's not too big a deal. But um, as for why you would want to do this, uh, I will not comment further beyond, um, I think people who play async tend to be people who get bored easily. So that may be what this is filling in. Very cool idea though. And funny just to see the number, again, the number of ways you can play Twilight Imperium. Okay, everybody. We're on to the tech of the week. I loved getting chasted on here last week. I think I'll keep asking guests to weigh in on tech of the week, whether that's actually choosing the tech they want to talk about or doing it randomly. I will do it randomly today. I will tell you something about the tech that I was on top. Are you serious? It's yellow again. Scanlink drone network. So let me just see this really quick. Here, quick here. So out of one, two, three, four, this is the this is episode eight. I didn't do uh I didn't do take of the week, the first episode. So this is the seventh tech and the fourth yellow. Hmm. Anyway, Scanlink Drone Network is a yellow tech. It has no prerequisites, and it says when you activate a system, you may explore one planet in that system that contains one or more of your units. So just rules-wise out of the way. It's when you activate a system. So this is before you can move anything in. This is, um, you know, so you have to have something there already when you activate the system. Uh, if your planet does not have anything on it, you cannot explore it. Units is wide, you know, it counts everything. If you have a space dock, PDS like that also counts, um, but it must have one or more of your units. Interesting for me, sometimes this comes up is like you're trying to scan like a hazardous planet and it has a space dock on it, so it's legal, but then you know you read the card that's like, you know, remove an infantry or have a mech to, to do this thing, and so that you kind of wasted your explorer. So that's always a pain. Um, scan link drone network. Like almost every yellow tech, I really like it. Now, do I always get them? No, because a lot of times I feel like I need blue tech or something else, but Scanlink just means that every time I'm activating my own system, whether that's a forward dock, whether that's moving my own stuff around, whether that is taking back one of the planets in a two-planet system, I get value. You know, I get to explore something. And I think that if it's just for the value, this is probably not worth it. But if you are searching for additional attachments, if you are trying to get additional fragments because you're hunting for relics because you really need... Uh, bonus point like Shard of the Throne, then this is an amazing tech. 
And of course, the last three games I think I've played as Nazroka, I've managed to get both Scanlink and Prefab Arctocologies, which is their uh, faction tech that lets them ready a planet when you explore it. And whether or not that's even a good strategy, I just love, there's nothing more fun than just let me activate over here and I will research, I'll, I'll explore this planet and then I'll also ready it and I can spend it somewhere else. But, you know, it's just very fun. So like lots of yellow techs, extremely fun, highly recommend if you want to have fun. Uh, probably medium recommend if you're trying to win. Very situational, I'd say, in that point. I definitely don't get it every game. Okay, let's go right into the various updates to end off this show. So Async Tournament 2, I think I'm missing one. So my count is that we're up to 25 semifinalists, but I only see four more games to go, which means I'm missing one. So probably 26 semifinalists. Somebody's been shorted at some point, and I will try to go look that up. But I know we had three winners this week. Game 30, Jason OCE won as Yin in Skipping Westwards. Game 9, Talion won as Muat in Red Roadblock. Love Muat. Love to see a Muat win. And Game 4, Official Dave Account won as Nazroka in the In Control Slice. So very big congratulations to all of our semifinalists again. Those semifinals will start essentially as soon as the last four games are done. So we will just see how long that takes, but very exciting to see that coming along. For async rank, uh, as a reminder, we have, or the minister rank goes to anyone who wins a TIGL game and doesn't already have a rank. And we have six new ministers since last episode. That is Relic Stam, Chasset, Jerez, Jitiny, I meant to ask how to pronounce that before, the Clothesline, and Big Al Cappuccino, six new ministers uh, joining async rank. So as a quick heads up there, there I account 22 total ministers so far in async rank. And big announcement, we have our first ever agent in async rank. Official Dave account won a game against five other ministers. And so he is the first one to agent. Um, remember, and then if... if a game sets up with six agents, the winner will go to commander, and then heroes as far as we've thought that ahead so far. As soon as we get six heroes, we'll have to figure out if we need to how, how to extend that. But he's uh, very confident about this. He already has a placeholder game set up in making new games for the next five agents so that he can play that commander game as fast as possible. So big week for official Dave account winning his tournament game and being our first ever agent. All right, everybody, that's our episode for this week. Thank you for listening to Strength and Bonds. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and various other aggregators. If you liked this episode, please leave a comment on the episode discussion in Discord or come by the Sandwich Bar to chat about the show. And remember to take your turns.